Hello there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. All right, so today we're going to be talking about We Can Be Heroes by Kyrie McCauley. Um, I don't know if you checked out my last podcast about her last book, If These Wings Could Fly. I'm loving her work so far. And that already tells you right now that this is going to be one of those very positive reviews I have. However, before I get into that, I do want to let you guys know that um, this novel does deal with some heavy topics. It deals with domestic abuse. It does deal with violence against women. And it does deal with um, gun control and school shootings. And I cannot review this book um, without addressing some of these issues because I think that's what the, the goal of this book is to inspire a discussion amongst readers and society and I applaud Macaulay for that 100% because that's exactly what this book does you know it is emotional um, it is thought provoking her last book if these wings could fly, it does deal with domestic violence. You know, it does, it did deal with a father who was abusive physically. And there was always this lingering worry, uh, you know, the gun on the fridge, you know, the oldest, oldest daughter was just like, when is that day going to come that he's going to grab that gun, you know? In the case of this book, you're following Cassandra. Um, well, you're not following Cassandra. The book takes place after Cassandra's death. She was shot and killed by her ex-boyfriend at school. He took one of his, he took two actually. He took um, a sniper rifle, uh, semi-automatic, and he went to the school and he shot her. She died instantly. Um, as for himself, you know, he took a handgun and he shot himself. It was a murder-suicide. He, you know, didn't want to let her go even though she wasn't having it. And the story takes place, it's following her two friends, it's five months later the story opens up with a podcast about her murder and how nothing has really been done about it in this small town. And so her friends, Belle and Vivian, they've decided to become sort of vigilante artists per se. Beck has always been an aspiring artist and so what she does in this novel, and, the, and it breaks up the novel, she is painting murals around the town. She's depicting their friend Cassandra as these female figures in Greek mythology who have either been villainized or criminalized or kind of pushed to the sidelines. And you've got Cassandra um, Cassandra, Helen, Medusa, Circe, um, 
Ariadne, and then the Three Fates. It's the last mural, and it's all three of them together. And each one is telling a story. And I love how Macaulay is giving agency back to these female figures in Greek mythology. Don't get me wrong, I love Greek mythology. <laughs> I do, but I think you have to realize that um, some Greek mythology is pretty um, sexist. Uh, Andromeda, I forgot Andromeda. You know, Andromeda is being sacrificed. Ariadne is in the Minotaur's labyrinth. You know, she's already solved the labyrinth, but she's like, okay, I'll help the dude. And who gets all the praise for solving it? Well, you know, you get the dude does. Cersei just wanted to live on her island alone. And of course, she turns trespassers, men, into pigs. I mean, who can fault her for that? Um, Helen, I mean,. I don't think Helen really meant to start a war. She just, you know, she wasn't happy, left her husband, and it happens. Um, and then you have Cassandra. She scorned um, Apollo's advances, and so he cursed her. You'll be able to see the future. No one's ever going to believe you. So, it's a lot um, to unpack. And I don't really want to unpack it all in this review because I really want you to read the book. I really do think it is so worth reading how Macaulay is reinventing Greek mythology through these murals, through these characters' depiction, while also bringing awareness to the fact that, hey, our friend was murdered. She didn't die. It wasn't some Romeo and Juliet thing because, yes, the media does... call it a Romeo and Juliet, you know, romance gone bad. It's just like, no, Ro in Romeo and Juliet, they killed them. They each killed themselves. They didn't kill the other person. They each killed themselves because they couldn't live without the other person. This is entirely different. And it angered me because of how realistic that depiction is. Um, in media, I think there is this really big problem of you know, we're not really giving agency to the women. You know, there was an Olympic gold medalist and she made the news, but instead of, you know, giving her the title in the media, what they did instead was they were just like, oh, such and such, um, the wife of blah, blah quarterback uh, won the gold medal. It's like, no give her the um, recognition she does she deserves and I think we do that a lot when it comes to abusers uh, we like to paint men as oh upstanding citizens like oh this was just you know one-time thing no they screwed up I'm sorry they screwed up they don't deserve to be humanized um, you know that's all to that's that's the job of the um defense attorney always to do that but as for media the media is not very good at being objective and i like how macaulay is touching upon that you know macaulay is highlighting this very big problem in media how when men are abusers 
instead of highlighting the fact that, hey, they did this, they're just like, oh, you know, upstanding citizen, blah, blah, blah. They sugarcoat it, you know? And I think that's wrong. I don't think you should ever, ever, ever sugarcoat anyone's abuse, male or female. If you are a woman abusing your husband, you deserve to be shamed. If you are a man, you deserve to be shamed. You deserve to feel this guilt. Um, and I think a lot of the times in media, and it happens in the book too, is we criminalize the victims. You know, we, God, I hate that phrase. Well, why didn't they just leave? I hate that phrase, you know? When it comes to domestic violence, um, I'm not a survivor per se. Um, I'm not actually, you know, I'm very fortunate to have a very loving um, husband, but we don't know what's going on in that situation. So I don't think it's ever fair to say, oh, why didn't they just leave? Maybe they couldn't, you know? Abusers start first psychologically. They like to isolate their victims on an emotional and mental level. That's why women tend to just stay. It's like, oh, they're sorry. It's okay. It'll never happen again until it, until they end up dead, you know? And sometimes it's impossible for them to escape because they're just like, oh, he'll find me. That's why there are shelters for women who are just like, you're not to have any contact with that man. If you do, we can't let you stay here because you, then you're going to make it an unsafe environment for everyone else. They cannot know you're here. There's a whole underground railroad for domestic abuse situations to help victims of domestic abuse escape that situation. You know, because it's not easy. So you can't just say, why didn't they just leave? Right? You can't say that ever. And I don't think you ever should because you don't know what's going on in the situation. You don't know um, what is happening with this situation. It's not easy to escape a situation like that. Um, and sometimes, you know, they don't get that chance to unfortunately, and it's very sad, um, especially if there's a gun in the house. Uh, I read the statistics. Apparently, in domestic abuse situations, the risk of homicide jumps to 500% if there is a gun in the house. And Macaulay does highlight this. You know, she clearly did her research. I just think it's very powerful, the story, this story. I think it's very important. And I think we as a society need to stop sugarcoating what the villains do. And that's what I'm going to call them, the villains. Regardless of your gender, if you are an abuser, you are an abuser. And I think the world should know that. You know, I don't think... The media should sugarcoat it by bringing up all the good that you've done in the community. 
you know, because that's what the cops do too, unfortunately. You know, if the man is an upstanding citizen, no record, he's the golden boy, just like the boy in this book, they're less likely to take it seriously, even though they should, you know, and it's heartbreaking um, because Cassandra did everything right in this book, you know, Macaulay's portraying a situation in which the victim took the steps to save herself and her life and no one took her seriously. They diminished it because of her age, like, oh, it's just teen drama. They diminished it because the son is the golden boy. He's the, he's the son of the, of Bell Firearms and, you know, of the town of Bell, pretty much. It's the, if you don't work at Bell Firearms, you know, you work somewhere else. So, it's just, they didn't take him, they didn't take it seriously. He was in the position of power. Uh, I think we need to stop that. I don't care how much money you have. If you are an abuser, you need to be brought to justice. That's my mentality. And she reported him. She did everything right. And she still died. She was still murdered. So I do like that Macaulay is bringing about this really intense, tough discussion. And what also works for the story really well is um, Cassandra's a ghost now. And it doesn't cheapen the story. She's a ghost. She's living in the backseat of Beck's car. She's going on with them to find peace and kind of bring awareness to this violence against women, um, to the lack of common sense gun control, which I'm in favor. Um, yes, I'm a firm believer that if there's a will, there's a way. Um, someone's going to get a gun and shoot something, shoot something up. They're going to find a way to get a gun and shoot something up. What I think we need to do though, is just, it's so easy right now to do it. That's the tragedy. It should not be as easy as it is to go out there, to get a gun and to do the horrible things. Um, Homeowners, I'm sorry, I might lose some followers over this, but that's okay. I don't think homeowners need a semi-automatic in their house at all. No, not one bit. You want to have a handgun? That's perfectly fine. I don't think anyone outside of the military should have access to a semi-automatic weapon at all. And the fact that this kid had a semi-automatic weapon, brought it to the school, and shot it up, killing his girlfriend, injuring another person, and then used a handgun to kill himself. I mean, it's just the reality of it, the realism to it is just, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, it's, it's tragic. It's real. So this is an important novel that strikes up discussion. It strikes up awareness. It's empowering um, to see these female victims get their agency back. And I like how the story is broken up, not just by the podcast, 
but also by Cassie's poetry. Um, Beck is doing the artwork, and then Cassandra, her point of view is just these segments of poetry um, connecting her story to the pieces of artwork. You're seeing her abuse, you're seeing how she was emotionally abused, how she was physically abused, how she was mentally abused by the golden boy. You know, looks can be deceiving. He was clearly a wolf in sheep's clothing. He was rich, he was white, you know, it's just heartbreaking. So I love Macaulay's writing. I love her storytelling. Um, I hope... <sighs> it's just... It's a lot to unpack, honestly. Um, and I think it's just one of those novels that's just going to stick with you. But it opens up such an avenue of discussion. It opens up a lot of emotion and I think it really does bring awareness to a lot of domestic violence in this country. Um, I went and did some research after I was done reading this book and the numbers are shocking. They are absolutely terrible and to any survivors out there you know, listening, I'm so glad you're still alive, you know, um, I'm glad you're, you were able to get out, and to all the ones that weren't able to get out, you know, my heart goes out to you, for anyone struggling to get out, my heart goes out to you, um, so I have to give we Can Be Heroes, five out of five stars. It's amazing. It's such an amazing, thoughtful, compelling novel that definitely deserves to be discussed. Um, 100% discussed. Uh, so I do recommend purchasing the book. You know, I, I, I do. You know, October... I know it's the end of October, but October is Domestic Awareness, um, Domestic Abuse Awareness Month, and I think every October we really tend to forget that um, amongst everything else that's happening in October, but I really do think we need to bring a little bit more awareness to it. Um, so if you're going to go ahead and purchase the book, please remember to purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. All I ask is that you support your bookstores instead of Amazon. Um, if money's tight, check out the book from your local library. And I will also be including resources on domestic violence in the description of this podcast. So if you're trying to get out if you are if you want to help someone get out of a really bad situation i will include the links to the resources that macaulay included in her book and on that note i hope you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast sharing it with all your book loving friends and subscribing to this podcast 
I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Stay safe and happy reading.